Hey friend, this is going to be one of those really uncomfortable episodes where I really feel that the Holy Spirit is putting something on me and I'm just going to pray right now that God come bring your Holy Spirit, help me to say the right words, to get your message across to the person that needs to hear this because I know that you are using me as a voice and I really want to be a voice for good and for change and to support the women across the globe who are looking and listening and looking for support and who need to hear this message today. So I pray, Father, that I am filled with your Holy Spirit and that I do good by you in this episode today. Amen. Okay, my friend, are you ready to dig into this with me today? You know, this is one of those moments where I do feel uncomfortable. I'm certainly way, way out of my comfort zone right now. Bear with me, pray for me, but I know that somebody needs to hear these words today. And if that is you, oh my goodness, I'm praying for you. I'm thinking of you. And yeah, let's go. Let's dig in. Welcome to the Productive Mom Podcast. I'm SJ, mom, former teacher, cycling fanatic, fitness coach, life coach, nutrition coach, and lover of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with and you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3pm every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. Hey friend, okay, as I mentioned before, this wasn't an episode that I planned. It was one of those Holy Spirit moments and I really felt that I needed to speak into this, to talk about this. And so here we are on Thursday with a bonus surprise little episode for you. I hope you're doing well. I hope that you are having a great start to the new term with your children, to, you know, all of the new things that we are going into now as the seasons change and that really is about what this episode is about it's about moving into a new season it's about setting god-centered goals and really getting clarity on what it is that you want to achieve by the end of 2022 now as we moved out of summer and we're going back into school it's a new season and I don't know about you it can be full of excitement and anticipation we can you know how are you feeling are you feeling excited is it like a period of anxiety you know going back to school can be a great relief for many and my daughter is so so excited to be back at school we had a great summer but she's so excited to be back in school she loves her school she loves her friends so for us it's quite an exciting time for her it's an exciting time but I I know from my experience as a teacher that there are many children out there who for for many like going back to school fills them with dread perhaps you've got a kid who's starting at a new school maybe they struggle with school maybe school is a really difficult and challenging place for them and it's important to remember as we're going and moving into a new season that God is a God of seasons like he takes us through good and hard seasons and Although 
it can feel like we want the good stuff to last forever and we want the hard stuff to go really, really quickly, it's important to remember that we should use each of these seasons as an opportunity to learn and to grow with him and with God. So let me give you an example. So harvest, summer that's just gone for us was, it was a good season in many ways, Covey and I had some great times, but in full transparency, it was a really hard season for me. I was trying to do all of the things. I knew it was going to be challenging. It's just one of those really, really busy times for us as a family. And I honestly was worn out, but I've learned so much from that time. And I've come away now looking back with some ideas of what I'm going to do differently because I know that that time comes and it's going to come again. Now, we know from the Bible that God is a God of seasons. Now, if you go to Ecclesiastes 3, it starts with, to everything there is a season. To everything there is a season and time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build. And it carries on talking about a time for different things. So it's important to remember that God is a God of seasons and we might want to like speed up some seasons and we might even want to like it. For example, if you had a great summer holiday, you might want to have slowed that season down. And when you're having a good season, it feels like the time goes so, so quickly, doesn't it? I mean, for many of us right now, we're looking at our kids in a new school uniform. They're getting ready for school and we look at them and think, oh my gosh, like, you know, they're growing up so fast. This season of them being a certain age is going so quickly. And then sometimes we can have hard seasons with our children. I mean, for me, I really struggled when Covey was a newborn. I, I really was in that hard season wishing that it would go. And it's just the way of God that we go through these different seasons. He is there with us and going through these different seasons. But we as humans always want to speed up the hard stuff and really, really slow down on the good stuff. But we've got to remember that these are seasons that we are there to learn and to grow from God with. And we need to make sure that we don't see the season as the the enemy. Like if we're going through a bad season, it isn't the enemy. It's something that we need to use. It's something that we need to go through that is going to change our life and better us as a person. Now, if you go to Isaiah 43 and you go down to verse 18 and it says, do not call to mind the former things. Pay no attention to the things of old. Behold, I am about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? It's quite an interesting chapter because it's saying forget the former things and do not dwell on the past. And that's a really great scripture to go to if you are trying to forget hard things. Like if you've been through a hard season, then you know God is saying to you like don't don't dwell on that. That's okay. Like you know take what you need to take and and move forward and move forward with it. But actually That scripture is also telling you that you need to forget the good moments. Not to forget them, but 
to not dwell on them. Like in the same ways you don't want to dwell on the negative things, but don't dwell always on the good things. Because how easy is it to look back onto a good period of our life with rose-tinted glasses, thinking that was the best time and, you know, back in the day that was when it was so amazing. But it really does stop us from appreciating the moment the now that we are in. Now, in that chapter, in that scripture in 19, it says, behold, I am about to do something new. Even now it is coming, do you not see it? And this reinforces the idea that God is a God of seasons. He's saying, look, I'm doing a new thing. And in this particular context, he was telling them not to look back on this great accomplishment that had happened, but actually something new is coming, something different is happening. And if we move into the New Testament and we go to Mark 2, 19 to 22, Jesus is there and he's talking about there being a season for everything. And he talks about how there's a season for fasting and a season for celebrating. He was criticised by the by the Pharisees who were talking about fasting and in verse 18 it says now John's disciples and the Pharisees were often fasting so people came to Jesus and asked why don't your disciples fast like John's disciples and those of the Pharisees and in verse 19 Jesus says how can the guests of the bridegroom fast while he is with them as long as he is with them they cannot fast but the time will come when the bridegroom bridegroom, sorry, will be taken from them and then they will fast. So just like what we were talking about earlier, Jesus is saying this as well. He's saying there is a time for certain things. There are a season for different things and different behaviours. There is a time for fasting and then there is a time for celebrating. There's a time for good seasons. There are a time for hard seasons. Now, as we continue through that passage and we go down to verse 22, it says, and no one pours new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the wine will burst the skins and both the wine and the wineskins will be ruined. Instead, new wine is poured into new wineskins. You are the new wineskin. Like, in that, in that time, they didn't actually throw away the wineskins. What they did was they took those wineskins, they bathed them in oil, they made them more malleable, more flexible, and they then poured the new wine. And you are like that. You are the new wineskins. You are renewed and refreshed. You've learned information. You've grown. You've developed. You've changed. And you have been oiled and you are refreshed, and you have become soft and malleable again. And if we are the wineskins, you can think of the new wine as the new circumstances, the new season, and that wine is going to ferment as it does, and you as the wineskin are going to adapt and change because you have learned and you've taken information from before, and you've taken that learning with God and you're gonna move that learning into, and you're gonna grow in your new seasons. Now, I don't know about you, but I often think to myself, okay, so what am I supposed to do then? Like, if I'm the wineskin and I've taken all of these learnings, what am I supposed to do next? Like, I'm moving into a new season, what things do I need to be doing? 
Now in the She Rises planner that I have created for you, and I'm gonna talk a little bit about that. Today when I was using that, one of the verses that was in the planner was from Ephesians 2, verse 10, and it talks about how we are made to do good works and God has prepared that already. So every season and every change that we are coming into has been planned and I always really reassure myself because I'm quite an anxious person by reminding myself that God is not gonna give me something that he doesn't think I can handle and the same goes for you. Now, if you're in a hard season and you're going through a challenge, remember that. Remember that he has made you to do good works and he has planned and prepared that way already. And he's not gonna give you something that you cannot handle. So now as we go into the next season, are you thinking about actually what God wants for you? Are you praying on that? Are you praying on what God has, what God's goals are for you? And it got me thinking about prayer. And honestly, like this really is the Holy Spirit where it pulls all these different pieces together. And at the moment, I'm reading a book called The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. And I'm quite early on in the book, but in one of the early chapters, he talks about, are we being specific when we are asking God for the things that we want when we're praying. And if we're not, then we're robbing God of the glory because he can't answer our prayers if we're not praying for things specifically. And if you haven't got an idea of what your goal is for this season that we're moving into, and if you haven't defined for yourself what success looks like, then you're wandering around going about life on autopilot. Are you doing the good that God wants for you? And if you're on autopilot, and in the book, it talks about this quote about autopilot, which is quite funny, about an airline pilot who came over the intercom and said, I have good news and bad news. The bad news is we're lost, but the good news is we're making great time. And this is what life can really genuinely feel like if you were going along on this kind of autopilot without having a really clear destination, a really clear idea on what your goals are and what success looks like for you. And my question for you, my friend, as we come to the end of this episode, is have you mapped out your God-centered goals? Are you clear on what success looks like when you're putting God at the centre of that? Or are your goals, which is so easy to do, are your goals from somewhere else? Are they goals from society? Are they somebody else's goals that they are putting on you? Now, if we kind of pull this back into the context of a health and fitness podcast, and I often talk on this podcast a lot about weight loss, like, When it comes to a weight loss goal, for example, where is that goal coming from? Is that because you are following Sally on Instagram and Sally has had three children and has six pack abs and you want to look like Sally? Or is it because you've prayed and you've got really personal with God and you've had a conversation about the fact that you feel you are stuck? 
that you feel you are not honoring him in the way that you are looking after your body right now and you want to change that. Can you hear the difference between it? That it's such a big difference. And this is so key and it's so important because if you don't map out these goals, these God-centered goals, you might wake up one day and actually realize you've achieved somebody else's goals and not God's and not your own goals. And this is something that I always think about myself is what do I want to achieve? What am I going to achieve that is going to be impactful? That my purpose, what is my purpose here? What is it that I can do to honour God each day? What are my goals? What are my God-centred goals? What does a God-centred success plan look like? And that is really something that you need to dig into. It's something that you need to spend time doing. It's something that you need to get really, really super focused on because there's so much noise. There's so much noise from the world telling us what our goals should be. And as we're moving into this new season, and we're going into kids going back to school and we start thinking about fall and we start thinking about Christmas and we can feel all these different pressures coming from, you know, all different avenues from social media, from family and friends. And you can feel like really, really pressured to achieve certain things and to do certain things. I know that you're probably feeling some kind of pressure from somewhere or someone to be achieving something. But really what I'm asking you today is to really dig into what are your goals as we move into this new season? What do you want to achieve by the end of 2022? What does that success, what does a God-centered goal look like for you? What does a success plan, if you could imagine putting yourself at the end of this year right now and you are perhaps even having a chat with God and you're sitting down with him and he's like, okay, so, you know, what have you been up to over the past three months? What have you been doing? Like, what would you like to be able to tell him? What would you like to be able to say, do you know what, God, I've done this. I've honored you in this way. And that's really what it is about because we are gonna be held accountable. We are gonna be, you know, have to answer these questions if you like when that time comes. So it's really something to think about as we move into this new season and we take the lessons that we've learned, whether you've had a good season or a hard season, and you look forward. You look forward now to the end of 22. Think about what you want to achieve over the next three months and what you want to do with your time. What does success look like for you in the next three months? What are your God-centered goals? And of course, like I'm gonna unashamedly right now tell you to go and get the planner and the coaching with me because this is what I'm good at doing. I'm really good at helping you figure out what it is that you want to achieve. And I'm really good at putting that into a really simple statement. But the difference is between me and other coaches out there is that I'm a Christian. So when we're working together, we're working with God 
in the front of our minds all of the time, like what are your God-centered goals? And I'm really gonna be there holding your hand through the process, helping you pull that out, helping you to get that clarity on what that God-centered goal is, what it is that you want to achieve by the end of this year. What does success look like for you by the end of this year? And then I'm also gonna help you to turn that into an action plan. So once you know what that God-centered goal is, we're gonna unpick how you're gonna achieve that. What are the steps that you need to take every single day to achieve that goal? We're gonna build an action plan for that goal together. We're gonna figure out where those steps are gonna fit into your daily life. So I'm gonna help you unpick your schedule to figure out the stuff that you're doing that you don't need to be doing, to get rid of that noise, if you like, all of those pressures and those expectations and things that are coming from around you that you don't need to be focusing on. So we're gonna get really, really clear on how you use your time. We're gonna get your schedule sorted so that you can find the space to take those action steps. And we're gonna do this together. We're gonna do it through some online coaching via Zoom. And we're also gonna do it using the She Rises Planner, the tool that I've created that is gonna be with you for three months, taking you through the process. You're also gonna have access to me via Voxer to check in and to ask me any questions as you're going through the three month process. And the planner is ultimately there to support you. It's your day by day schedule. And it's also your Bible study. So within the planner, within the She Rises planner, you've got 90 days of scripture that you can dig into, like the one that I mentioned earlier in this episode. So I was using the planner today. And as I started to think about what I was going to do for the day as I was sitting down and I was planning my time and what I was going to do with the day, and I was doing my Bible study, that particular scripture really really spoke to me and that was actually what started me creating and ultimately recording this podcast for you and that's the really great thing about the planner is that it's got your bible study in it and it's also got your daily schedule so through every single thing that you are doing throughout your day you're gonna be doing it with a God-centered approach. And that is the difference. That is the key thing here. Because let's be honest, like how many coaches out there are there who are telling you to, yes, you can get six figures. Yes, you can have six pack abs. But is that really what God wants for you? And that's what we're gonna do together. We are gonna figure out what your God-centered goals are. And I'm gonna help you to work through the action plan go through your schedule or sort out your schedule, get rid of the noise so that you can get super focused on that goal that God has for you. Okay, I really hope you found today's episode helpful. Oh my gosh, it hasn't been an easy one to record. These ones where God puts things on my heart always make me uncomfortable. (laughs) But that's what we've got to do, isn't it? You know, that is my role. That is what he is asking me to do. And I really hope that today's episode has helped you in some way. I hope it has helped you. If you are going into a new season and perhaps you're facing challenges, or maybe you're looking back and you're thinking, wow, that season was so amazing and I didn't want it to end. I really hope that it helps you to find your purpose and get clarity on what God's 
self-centered success looks like for you and how you can go about achieving that. Have an amazing day, my friends. I look forward to connecting with you next week in the next episode. Don't forget the She Rises Planner and Coaching. If you use the code BIRTHDAY, because this month is my birthday, you get a special discount. So really now is the time to go and grab that coaching, to set those God-centered goals and to build that success plan for the rest of 2022. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.